0: Well, footy is back. Teamless Tuesday just around the corner. And you have joined the Dual Position Podcast YouTube channel and podcast at just the right time. I'm your main host, the SC Whisperer, doing a pre-Team List Tuesday team reveal today. Very exciting. You know, we've had weeks of trials, months of speculations, many, many drafts. But we finally got there. I am the SC Whisperer, as I said. For all my YouTube viewers, you can see the rank history down below. If this is your first time watching the, you know, give a little bit of backstory about who I am and when I've played Super Coach. You can also see the socials down the bottom there. And anyone on Spotify, you'll also find them in the description. A little bit of housekeeping out of the way. We are sponsored, as always, by Bet With Joel, Australia's most trusted and you know, profitable sports betting agency. Make sure you check the description for the details on that. But without further ado, let's get straight into this team because boy, howdy, it has changed many, many times between December and now. Many iterations of the hooker combinations, but we have managed to land on Brandon Smith and Tanner Boyd. Pairing those two up together, no Harry Grant No Reese Robson, no Damian Cook, no Sonny Luke going with the two mid-range boys. uh, Look, uh, Brandon Smith hasn't impressed me overall in the trials. His base has been so-so. He's got two try assists, which has been promising, but his scores haven't been fantastic. Trent Robinson has also come out and said that he's not going to be basically an 80-minute hooker, which does cause for some concern around three-by as well. Sorry, around four-by. Does not help either. But, you know, I I just think at the price, he's at 470 odd K. It's probably a little bit too hard to pass up. The ownership is also scaring me a little bit too. For Tanner Boyd, you know, I've debated whether I pair Harry Grant with Tanner Boyd, Harry Grant with uh, Brandon Smith. But, you know, I just, I'm buying into this narrative that he's going to help David Fafita. He's going to help him unlock and, and sort of go from there. He's the second best goal kicker in the comp if you look at career statistics, and I think the Titans are a side that are going to be able to put up points, uh, you know, without too much cause for concern. Uh, I, I just, I just think that you know, less than four hundred k, you're getting a halfback in a relatively decent attacking side that kicks goals, you know, inside for feeder. Uh, I'm just not really seeing the the downside that maybe some others are. I've seen some talk on social media about uh, you know his money making potential over the first. Five six weeks, but you know the draw opens up fantastically after his buy, which his buy is at an awkward time around five. Don't get me wrong; it, it is a little bit awkward to consider, but you know I'm still going to take the chance on Tanner Boyd, front row forward. For you guys that have been long time listeners of the podcast and and watchers of this YouTube channel, uh, seeing and and hearing that Christian Welch has in has been in my side after talking with my co host Adriana about how I'm avoiding him as. It's a bitter pill, bitter pill for me to swallow. Uh, you know, very happy to to say that I was wrong here. I was just put off by the Achilles injury, put off about how he was going to come back. But boy, in the trials he looked like he was fit, firing, ready to go. The Achilles was not holding him back, and uh, you know, being named club captain also gives a little bit more of. You know, confidence behind the minutes that he's going to be playing, and I think it's a very weak Storm forward pack with not a whole lot uh, there to offer. So I think Christian Walsh will be playing big minutes, and at the price, it's just too hard to pass up, as is Stefano Utoi Now, boy, this bloke played fantastically in the trials. I think he's definitely won a spot in this Tiger starting 13. The bench will be a little bit iffy, um, but, you know, as we get further on in our, in our back line, some sacrifices do have to be made, and front row forward is. Always been a position I'm very happy to sacrifice on. I think it's a position that, uh, look, if Christian Walsh and Stefano Toyko can punch out 100 points between them, uh, look, I'd be very, very happy with that. And, and, you know, for less than 800k between the two of them, I'll take that every day of the week. On the bench, we have big Ben Murdoch-Marsilla from the Dragons. Looked very good in the trial. Looked trim. Uh, You know, is he going to play edge? Don't know, don't care. He's dual position, 230K. Definitely happy to take that. If it's not him, it'll be Franklin Pele, who also looked fantastic in the trial. Um, but as of right now, I'm going with the more expensive option in BMM. Does have the dual, does have the buy around one. Makes looping a little bit easier to stomach if uh, you know if it comes to that. Also pairing him up with Davey Moali from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Look, Davey Moali has been tipped to play big minutes You know, for the last couple of years. I think this year is definitely going to be the time to do it. Be very interesting to see who gets the lion's share of the minutes between him and Shaquille Mitchell. Uh, both of those guys at 233k, so very happy to roll with one of them. Whoever gets the bigger minutes before round three probably will make a sideways trade and jump on them. But trying not to plan it too much in trades now. The back row Cam Murray is the star-studded back rower in this uh, trio, this three-headed dragon. That I've got Cam Murray. He is he is the main guy in this team. Uh, you know. He just looks so threatening with the ball whenever he runs. I know that they have a hard draw; it kind of favors me towards Cam Murray. They've also got a host of injuries in their forward pack, so I'm expecting Cam to play some big minutes in the middle. If he isn't averaging 80, you know, in the first month, I'd be shocked. Honestly, I'm I'm very keen on Cam Murray. I'll take the consistency over Fafita or you know the cheaper price and Carrigan, who has been in my side. Carrigan, and Fafita have both been there. Uh, and I'm still sort of on the fence with carrying. I'm a huge, huge fan of the consistency, but you know, I can't go past my boy Teague Wilton, who is also in the side. Boy, look, he was one of the ones I was hoping didn't troll fantastically because he could have looked awful. I'm still picking Teague Wilton, but his two try performance in last weekend's trial has seen his ownership absolutely skyrocket from three percent to at nine percent at time of a recording. I look like nine percent. Nine percent of the people I'm agreeing with. Uh, I've said it all pre season. I think he's a genuine big minutes mid, or edge. Sorry, and Wade Graham being in the side does not put me off one bit. If Wade, if Wade Graham is taking more than ten minutes out of Teague Wilton's basket, I'd be flabbergasted. I think seventy minutes. We're looking for Teague Wilton here, and uh, you know, stay tuned to my socials because I've got a couple of bold predictions, including uh, Teague Wilton, about how I think his season's going to go this year. You know, with the news, the the very sad news of Angus Crichton and everything that he is dealing with, there is some minutes to be opened up in the back row there, Uh, and I have gone with one of the Butcher boys, I've gone with Egan, who I think has possessing, uh, you know, just a little bit more quality, a little bit cheaper as well, I think Egan Butcher uh, is flying under the radar, you know, 482k, much prefer him to a Luke Garner or, you know, even someone cheaper. Uh, in that bracket, you know, you've got Raymond Fytale and Marin off the top of my head as well. I'm really, really keen on Egan Butcher. I think this Angus Crichton news has cemented that for me even further. Uh, and some other news recently has also sort of shaped the team a little bit. But Egan Butcher, very, very keen on him for this Rooster side. You know, we're getting we're getting dicey with a couple of Roosters here with some early buys. But overall, I'm pretty happy to to roll with the back row of Cam Murray, T. Wilton and Egan Butcher on the bench very, very hard to pass up the idea of Jermaine Hopgood, who will be one of the biggest breakout stars of the season. He also has the reserve tagged, slapped on him, nice and simple there. Not going to mess around too much with that. You could make an argument to start him uh, in your side, but I just think with how good the mid-range picks are uh, at 2RF this year, it's going to be very hard for me to roll with uh, Hopgood as you know, my last scoring option in my 2RF, so happy to have the reserve tag on him, grab the points. And I've also paired him up with uh, his Eels teammate, Matt Dory. Now, there is some slight concerns over Dory's availability early on. There's been some mixed reports going around about his ankle injury, ranging from one to geez, up to six weeks. The beauty is, if he is out long-term, his most likely replacement in uh, Jirai uh is also the same price at two hundred and thirty-three k. So I think we're going to get something there either way. Also been some reports that Skelton from the Canary Bankstown Bulldogs will also be getting a run uh, come teamless Tuesday when the teams are named. So you can always downgrade to him as well if you need to find the cash. But at the moment, Dory's in the side. Fingers crossed he's okay for round one. And if he's not, we'll play it by a year and go from there. I think with John Bateman you know, only arriving to the club recently going to see a little bit of minutes open up for one Sean Bloor. Um, And I just think he might start for the first three, four weeks, you know, get some really good price rises, and you can potentially look to move him on to a John Bateman if Bateman only plays 30, 40 minutes off the bench and while he still finds his feet and his fitness in Australia. So Sean Bloor, really, really happy to pick him as well, uh, play it by ear and see who is getting the start. But at the moment, Sean Bloor is also in my 2RF. Now, if we can uh, size this up a little bit... The back line here, it's big, it's beefy. There's a lot of money stacked in here, and I think for good reason. At halfback, Nathan Cleary is my vice captain heading into round one as it stands. Partnering with Nico Hines, we have spent the money on the two most expensive halfback options. And I might be corrected in saying the two most expensive options that are going to be available for round one. Um. yeah, I just I just love the look of Cleary, you know, in a very low-scoring affair in the World Cup Challenge. They only scored 12 points, but Cleary still put on 63 supercoach points, and he didn't look fantastic either. So that's very promising. Uh, not much more to say there. The, the bye is awkward, but get it out of the way early. And I'm very happy to ride with Nathan Cleary, as I am with Nico Hines. He looked sensational in the trials. Any doubts in the world that I had about fading Nico Hines have been put to bed with his trial performance. Looked fantastic in the All-Star game. Looked fantastic in the trial against the Bulldogs. That left edge, I think, is going to be absolutely humming. I think Nico Hines is going to, once again, probably have the most touches of any side in the NRL. And that just spells great things for Supercoach. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh one.com. At 5.8, we have Adam Dewey. You know, big money here as well for the Tigers. 5.8, but I think for good reason. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think he's a very similar player to Cam Munster. I know he's on the weaker side of the Tigers line, but I'm still happy to roll with him. He loves to get his hands on the footy, loves to break tackles, loves to get an offload, loves to make a tackle as well. He racks up points. He is a an accumulator of super coach points. I think it's no different. Uh, we saw how dominant he was with Adam without Luke Brooks uh, on the trial on the weekend, and the Tigers looked sensational. I know it was probably against the reserve grade Raider right side, but I still can't deny the fact that Adam Dewey definitely passed the eye test. And as you can see, the new... Acquisition to my side, Katoa from the Dolphins. No hometown just yet. But, you know, the big bolting news today at time of recording, Wayne Bennett has basically given the jersey to Katoa with Anthony Milford uh, expected to not be named on Tuesday. this opens up a plethora of things for Supercoach. You know, dual position, halfback, 5'8", just about bottom dollar. Schuster out for round one. All the stars are aligning for this to, you know, really, really hammer home. And uh, I just think you can't pass up on it. There would definitely be a debate uh, if Schuster was fit for round one, but now he's not. This is falling to Supercoach's laps absolutely perfectly. And he's in my side. Very, very happy to see him get the run. I think he looks really good in the trial. And Wayne Bennett doesn't give out many minutes to rookies, you know, historically. So very promising that Wayne Bennett has adopted to put the rookie in alongside who we expect to be Sean O'Sullivan in his Dolphin side for round one. Really, really happy to see this. Really helps out our super Coach teams. Center, uh, there's a little bit uh, missing on the screen here. The person that is missing um, you know, down here is Brian Toto. Now, with the news that Taylor May is going to be out for the season, that would expect to see Brian Toto move to the left-hand side of the field. Opening up the right-hand side, and as you can see on the bench, we've got a cheeky little Panthers option here as well. But Brian Toto is in our side. You know, just based off his record on the left, really happy to see that. I know that I've said in previous weeks that they probably might not attack so much down the left-hand side, but I think in the trial, that still showed, even though no kick out there, there was still a lot of attack happening down that left. Isaac Tungo is still a very, very dynamic ball runner, and I think Brian Toto will definitely benefit that. And I think another big thing to consider is Talon May was a fantastic runner of the ball out of his own end. Now, with none of that, you know, is there going to be more touches for To'o to bring the ball out of his own end? Very happy to take a chance on that. Think he's underpriced uh, at his best and at his worst. I think we're not losing any money here. Valentine Holmes, I've got FOMO. I'm not going to lie, guys. I've got the fear of missing out with Valentine Holmes. So he is straight into my team as well. Uh, the Cowboys have that golden draw, goal kicking option as well in a, in a really gun team. Uh just I'm uh, really hard to, to pass up on it. The ownership also, you know, backs it up. You know, we've got a very, very high ownership for Valentine Holmes and uh my balls aren't big enough to anti-pod him there. Now with the emergence of Katoa, we've got a a lot of money to spend. We've got Ronaldo Molotalo. I uh, made a couple of posts on Molotalo, huge, huge fan. Uh averaged 81.3 points per game with no way Graham in the back row and Teague Wilton there. Uh, the Sharks looked really, really good down that left. And I think I think uh, Mulatalo and Talakai both could benefit huge. I think uh, we're getting them at an okay price considering their middle season slump with Wade Graham back in the side. But boy, I'm definitely happy to take a chance on a huge upside player in um, Ronaldo Mulatalo at 640k for the Sharks side. If if Nico Hines is humming, Mulatalo is going to be humming. I can guarantee that right now. And we've also got Paul Alamotti as the uh, fourth center wing in our team. As you can see from the bench, we've got a couple of options at bottom dollar here, but Paul Alamotti probably has the safest out of the lot. You can go with the upside of uh, Camp Pereira from the from the Titans, or you can go with you know the big rangy winger in William walbrick from the Storm, who I also have. Um, but at the moment, it's Paul Alamotti, and i will uh, you know not going to lock in as to which one of those guys start, but I'm probably locked into the three of those there. And the other one, Jesse McLean from the Penrith Panthers. A bit of talk that he is going to be the guy that gets the uh, wing spot for the Panthers on that right hand side. Look, if it is Sunura Taruva, then some sacrifices might have to be made up. We might have to go Bloor down to a, a, say, a, you know, Tsuwa Wong. Because at the moment, I have 49,600. So basically, just under 50K, uh, and Taruva is 470. So we're going to have to find 30K, and that might be Bloor down to Wong and McLean up to Taruva. Uh, but at the moment, you know, there is some reports that McLean has the job and at 200k, it's very, very hard to pass up. And if he's won that spot on merit, then fantastic. And at fullback, our captain for round one as it stands, James Tedesco. Didn't look great in the trial. You can never count down a champion, though. Very, very happy to see the Roosters bounce back in round one against the the Dolphins. So very happy to ride with, the, with Teddy and, um, you know, just hope it uh, clicks on for him as well. And Tom Trevojevic expected to be named around one. Does miss round two. A little bit awkward, but I think we've got some adequate bench cover uh, for that moving forward. But pretty hard to pass up on these two. You know, the money is spent elsewhere. So going up to someone like a Latrell Mitchell is not probably feasible right now. But boy, I'm very, very happy with the same. I'm very happy with the back line. And we've got a lot of big, big names. And I think the forward pack is nice and nicely well-rounded. I think taking advantage of these really mid-range two RF options is going to be the play. But that is my team reveal done before teamless Tuesday. When it comes to uploading schedules, we've got three more position breakdowns to come. My co-host and I, Adrianosaurus, on the Dual Position Podcast will be breaking down halfback, 5-8, thin one, centre wing and fullback. Hopefully all before uh, Tuesday. If not, we'll get them out before the kickoff of Thursday. But boy, I am so excited. This season, I think, is going to be like no other with the, with the buys, with everything with, to contend with, uh, you know, Things are going to be carnage Tuesday. I cannot wait. Guys, thank you so much for watching myself. Uh, Feel free to check out my social in the description. And feel free to check out Bet with Joel, Australia's most trusted uh, and profitable sports betting service in the country. But until next time, thank you so much. Goodbye